This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know What is poppin' everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends podcast. You know, with all my friends, except for... You know, the Malaysian ankle biter. He's not with us today. But, you know, we got the dark side in the building. Did you just come up with that nickname now? Well, no, it was like yeah. 14 seconds ago when I said, is Andre Filipino? And he said, no, it's, he's Malaysian. So I was like, okay, the Malaysian ankle biter, not the Filipino. Mm. Anyway. Filipino. Filipino. <laughs> so, you know, we got the dark side in the building today. It's you good know. to be back. It's, I literally woke up, took a phone call. That was important for the podcast, and then I ran over here. All right, we're, we're glad to have you. You know, Yinz Yeah, is, I look bright. The Yinz we is fixed a, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look, you look good. I'm lighting up the the room. I'm getting my masters in uh, in production. No, yeah. it's just your personality. You guys look dark. Yeah, we, and look, red. we look hot. We look hot. <laughs> Burke, did you really just shove a handful of sunflower seeds in your mouth right before the we went live? Yeah. Uh, that's, less, that's less concerning to me. This shot looks very warm. Uh, we're we're going to need to turn down the... Why are uh, you talking with so, saturation? <laughs> if you guys don't know, Matt Berkey's new career is going to be um, production and lighting. Mm-hmm. He's going to be going around to all the um, sets and making sure everything's well lit. If you guys look over to the kitty corner... Our lighting's pretty sick. The yeah. kitty corner is very popping right does now. Look great. You're welcome. This is this is where Berkey figured Thank it out. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. He figured out his future right here. I feel like there's high variance in this lighting. Because like his <laughs> it's lighting, less high variance than when the window was open. Oh, uh, the window <laughs> open was yeah, crazy. That's definitely that was true. crazy. <laughs> I mean, I took care of you, man. I got you backlit now. It's nice. Yeah, no, doesn't look like you're living in a dungeon. I know that you don't appreciate that, but I know. appreciate you, man. I appreciate <laughs> you. You don't share those sunflower seeds. <laughs> little baby this is so bird. I, this is I, so I don't talk as much. <laughs> we finally got it. That's how we do it. That's how we it doesn't seem like it's working, though. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not. not working. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Our shot's a little hot, man. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm He's tilted. I'm a little tilted on his Addison, shot. Addison, not that you finally look olive. No, I don't look olive. He I looks look red. Uh, you look like he just uh, came uh, back from Santo, Santo, like Santo Domingo. This, this, is a salmon, this is a salmon shirt, but it looks orange. As it far, yeah, it looks orange. Like you know, Cherokee. Honestly, you guys don't look that bad. I was looking at that screen over there. I'm looking over here. You don't look that bad. No, we look right on that screen. We don't look right on that screen, though. Yeah. Which is the right one? Oh, we don't know. This one's we'll right. never know. It's, no, that, it's, a, it's somewhere, this one. Oh, yeah, it's no. somewhere I, between. On YouTube, we look it's good. Somewhere yeah, you guys look fine. You guys look yeah, fine. The, 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 no, shout the out to Biggie yeah. Swoles. Remember, for matters, two months YouTube. now. Biggie Swoles, the man. All right, what's up, Connie? Ain't shit, ain't shit. You know, this Saturday, <laughs> we're having a mastermind on Discord. Money J2K will be holding um, a mastermind this Saturday, October 29th at 4 p.m. You can go head over to our Discord. and um, It's free. It's free. Go sign up and just hang out. Kick it with Money J2K. Learn a right. few things. Mr. Susie from our Discord community is going to be holding a mixed game party. What was that word? Mr. Susie. I can't Mr. say it. Don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. I can't say Susie. I know. Susie. I already know that. I couldn't say that. So I was like before when I was like, fuck, I got to say this out loud. I gotta say shushi. I oh. can't do so, it. No, look, it's, 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 yeah. Say it with me here, right. Carter. We're gonna get syllable by syllable. Sue, shoo, shoo. No, not shoo. No, Sue. 
Right. Like the, like the, like the girl's name, no. Sue. Like suing. Like, like the girl's name, there, Sue. Yeah, there you and go. It's not shoe. It's she. Sue. 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 And then the pronoun, Sue, she. she. Yeah, there you go. Sue, she. <laughs> Easy. All right, I'm glad we got that. I'm this has been pre- quite the intro. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway, Mr. Sue, she yeah. is going to be holding a three six mix games this Friday at Resorts World. I believe it is at seven o'clock. Yeah, it's his birthday. It's his birthday, mm-hmm. so you know. Told him we'd show him a little love. Try to show up. Absolutely. I, w- I won't be there. I'll be in L.A. But you, you, know. you did this. Can, well, you did this. Can I don't get, like mixed games. Can we get can we get Mr. Sushi and Shishimi to collab on something? I think we probably can. She'll probably be at Resorts World, you know? It could be Shishishishishi. <laughs> I think I'll be in the building, you know? I love mixed games. Oh. Yeah. So I, I got to go get a popping. We're going to play some 3-6 with him. Sure, you, do, you, you do have an eclectic record in the WSOP for your mixed game prowess. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> Actually, I do. I know. You know I get, thought maybe this would be a chance for you to clear your tab. The three six mix games? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, there's a good chance at it, you know. They better not play split pot games. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wins in that yeah. So going into this weekend, the Yinza's got a little matchup going. We do. Yinza's got a little matchup. Brian woke up this morning. He's like, yo, Berkey's not gonna be on the pod Thursday and Friday. I need to rub this in first. Right. I was like, well, you know. I, I'm not rubbing anything in, but like just because I'm <laughs> yeah, a favorite. Head your bets here. Go ahead. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I am a favorite. I am according to Yahoo, which you know it's whatever. Normally um, somewhat. But correct. I am I am a favorite. Thirty three point favorite. Yeah, two to one. There we go. Sorry, twenty three point favorite. Uh, in Berkey's defense, he does have his uh number one uh quarterback on a bye. I believe you've Herbert, right? Yep, that's true. Yeah, My team, though, is coming together real nice, I must say. <laughs> I've got ETN now in there who's, you know, once they got rid of Robinson, now he's the featured back for sure. And, I mean, just look at those. Look at that team. I mean, it's I, beautiful. I gotta tell you, looking at it, they're all overhyped. They're all overhyped. <laughs> yeah, Derrick Henry's overhyped. Tyree Kill, the number one uh, wide receiver in the league. No, no, he's no. overhyped. He, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Ky- yeah, Murray is not going to average 26 points. Like, come on, let's let's be real. I mean, in this in this league, he will. You're looking at like an 18 burger there. No, not Minnesota. 18 burger. I mean, he's not he's not the he's not the greatest. I'll tell you what. I'll take the under on your 158. Wow, you'll take the under on my 158. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are we betting? What are we betting? Right. Tell me. Oh, you okay. tell me, man. Well, man, this is on you, baby. I mean, he he's t- he's proposed the bet. I don't know. All right, fine. Twenty bucks. Wow, you're cheap. Okay. Yeah, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. <laughs> it's a gentleman's bet. Easily, gentleman's. Me, easily could have got me for ten. Nice. Yeah. It's 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 one fifty eight on the dot too. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's nice. That's that nice. Makes it easy. All right, one fifty eight on the dot's a push. One fifty eight on the dot's a push. <laughs> yeah. In other news. Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> Yo, that show was crazy. Kanye, Kanye, Adidas, Balenciaga, Vogue, and Anna Wintour. A talent agency, his lawyer, his streams, sales, airplay, everything dropped, restricted from IG, documentary sales, and his stadium shows are canceled. Mm. What? What? What is that he equal thought guys? He was he thought he uh, was bigger than cancel culture. Guys, he found out real quick that nobody is. Guys, you know how much that cost? Six hundred million dollars. He is no longer a billionaire. Forbes has him at four hundred million right now. Mm-hmm. Which you know, whatever. So yeah. sorry. He's not starving. Yeah, you know, he's not starving. He's but basically that is, impoverished. 
<laughs> I mean, a million. What's he gonna do? I mean, you know, according to his lifestyle, he might be. Do you maybe. think? Do you think maybe he did this so that he can get alimony off of Kim? Ooh. Now that she's <laughs> he just he just hiding some money overseas and yeah. he's gonna get some alimony. Like she's the breadwinner now for oh, sure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, oh. I think she was before, right? I think she was too. She had more than a billion? Yeah. I think, um, so. I think the collective. No. Honestly, guys, the, the family for Kylie, sure. Yeah. Kylie Jenner definitely has more than a billion. She's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that that's pretty sick. All because of some comments you wanted there to make. There you go. 1.8. Wow. Oh, my God. God damn. Yeah. yeah. Can you pull yeah, up Kylie? They're all, they're all I mean, a lot. I'm curious on what Kylie's is. Huh. I feel like she I just Kylie, dropped Kylie's below. definitely over a billion, She's, too, because of her uh, makeup line. How do you know all this? Oh, that, is, <laughs> that is Mr. <laughs> fucking reality TV You want to know about reality TV? I'll let you know. You want to know about barbecue? I'll let you know. You yeah. want to know about Taylor Swift's new album? It's fire. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Our resident Swifter okay, in the so house. One, yeah, because I remember Kylie was like billion, but then she dropped down a little. But Kim now has a bunch of. She's got a. She has a, a bathroom line that is concrete trash cans. Just, just concrete. You can't put anything stained in it because it will stain the trash can. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Who, 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 and who's just, using these? I don't know. But it's like $150 for like a small concrete. It, like for half your, a billion house. Yeah, just for your home. Did you guys watch the interview no. with Lex right. Friedman or no? no? No, I didn't. Not yet. I watched it. It was, it was tense at times because he would refer to like it being Jewish media. And they would just, he would say like, no, like if you're going to call out people, like call out people in, as individuals, yeah, right? right? Like if you have a problem with them, you call them out as individuals. He kind of did not budge on it uh -huh. and just like kept calling it like Jewish media, Jeez. stuff like that. It's very odd. And, and yeah, and Lex didn't, didn't really take well to it, but he tried to, you know, yeah. Lex is a really professional uh, podcaster. Like I'm he's not, he, 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 he didn't it. really budge, but he did give him like, you know, Harsh criticism, I would say, over, mm -hmm. over, over those comments. Yeah, and it's like these, you know, it's why it's such a problem because he has such, Kanye has such a big platform, right? And then he uses these anti-Semitic tropes, right? right. Oh, the Jews well, run all the media and everything shock. like that. And then that's what, what snowballs yeah. this anti-Semitism. It's almost like they, I feel like he is so far removed from regular people that, like, even with comments about, he was saying, when he was modeling his clothing after homeless people, he's saying we should all look towards the homeless for inspiration for fashion. <clears throat> it's like, I think he's just so far removed mm -hmm. that he doesn't understand the implications Tra of what he says. I mean, that, that hoodie's fire. But no, that hoodie is I, I agree with what you're saying. Yes. That hoodie's trying to look like a painter, dude. I like it. No, oh, I like it a lot. Trash. Look, nah, look. I, I like the, like, Ew, uh, it, it looks hat. It looks like it has look at his arm. Like, I, don't like, I don't like the hat. I don't like the hat, weird. but I, I like the weathered look. Nah. Um, I agree with what you're saying. I, I will say uh, it seems like a real dangerous game to play if you truly do believe that uh, Jewish Americans are running the media space yeah. to then make anti-Semitic comments well, yes. when you are directly involved in the media right. space. You know, he originally <laughs> like, this is such a lose-lose. Yeah. Either you're right, right and you lose $600 million, 
or you're wrong <laughs> and, and you're, you're just a racist. <laughs> I mean, the start, he originally started with slavery was a choice, like six months or yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, I mean, remember old Kanye when he, it was during the Live Aid things? I remember I was like in elementary school and he just takes the mic from Mike Myers and goes, George Bush doesn't care about black, black people. Yeah. 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 Mike Myers yeah. is like, <laughs> you can't do that to a Canadian man. They, no. That's like way too abrasive. They don't know George where to go Bush to from there. George Bush doesn't care about black people. You know, just, just sitting here talking about this, talk about the highs and lows. Like he's gone from he's got no, every, they, every they, stance there is. They did mention that on the podcast where it was like even that, like the George Bush just doesn't care about black people. Like at least he called out an individual, uh -huh. right? Like it yeah. was like, hey, this mm -hmm. person and specifically, right. and it was for his own culture, right? It was right. like yeah. this person mm -hmm. doesn't care about basically us, yeah, right? right. Not like Jewish people are doing X, Y, and Z, yeah. right? It's, so it's I a big difference. Where this started, well, well, though. Trevor Noah kind of had a good t take. He so he people were saying you're beefing with Kanye, and he said, no, I'm not beefing with Kanye. Like he's like, I I actually feel bad, not to excuse anything that Kanye's doing, but like he. He has admitted himself, Kanye has admitted himself that he does have mental issues yeah. and mental problems. I, and yeah. when he gets off of his meds, he he does, you know, I think he does this things is the, like this. this is the sad part about it. Like right. I this think is we're the sad seeing part about it. things get progressively worse. Oh, yeah. Right? Like we're yeah, kind yeah. of seeing the mental illness rise in, in, in himself and it's just like, well, Oh, are we just gonna watch You're, like who's well, in his corner? We're really watching it in real time. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it goes it goes unchecked, and that's kind of bro. You're lighting, man. You look so <laughs> fresh right now. No, finish look, your statement. Look at that light. Well, man, God watch out. He's damn. using that it chin now. It's I not know. you anymore. Uh, no, no, but like that. Is, that is what man. happens. That is. <laughs> he's over the Nikki Glazer stage. Uh, that is what happened. Wait, oh, wait, wait. You want I, to hold on? I have a funny follow up to the Nikki Glazer thing, but let's let's stick on this for a second. Uh, that that is what happens whenever you get so big that that type of shit goes unchecked, right? Yeah. Like, what do you think his inner circle looks like? You think there's anybody in there? For you, dog. I feel like I should give you guys some. Privacy. Oh wait, what was the what was the Caitlyn thing like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here uh no but like you know what do you think his inner circle looks like there isn't anybody i don't think there's all any yes in, it, in all, i yes think it's men. all business people like all yeah, people nobody's that money him. from no, Kanye. Right. right right that's that's rough and like not to not to uh stick people into a neat box but like just judging by the types of people that he tends to like uh surface with it seems like he has a slight gravitational pull to the extremely wealthy white racist man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like he's projecting these ideas of well, like people who probably a couple a couple downlines in their lineage were like just slave owners. Yeah. Well, they, did, they yeah. But didn't he say that he's like striving to be like the white upper class person or so he said something along those lines uh, i don't know man yeah. it seems like his stance has changed a lot like I, I feel like there was a point where he had some level of sanity and was speaking to empowerment to like the black entrepreneur and things right. like that but like yeah he's fucking on one now mm -hmm. so descent into madness i think he just gets manic because we right. don't hear from him for a while and then yeah. we see like this stuff come right. out. and he said before like he doesn't like 
taking and i've heard this from other bipolar people too where they don't like taking the meds because they feel like it dampens them and he's like mm -hmm. ruins my creative genius mm -hmm. and all this but then it's i like, mean he's super talented right? that's the crazy yeah, part about it like yeah super talented both in, in, in most creative spaces right you're looking his first at first album was still the best though it was all downhill from there yeah. no I, the first I, album I was great. but that happens a lot to most, most artists good. like the first album is the best album because they had their whole career to create yeah. this one album and then after that they get like a a, a multi uh, multi-album deal. Once he started uh, I almost said multi-CD deal. <laughs> Once That's he crazy. started doing the auto-tune well, stuff, it was... 808 Heartbreak. Yeah, it yeah. was... That Didn't was he also uh, release an album with a cover art that said, I hate being bipolar, it's awesome? So he has no, but that's kind of cool. Did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, like he, uh, I'm looking it up now. It says that he uh, like confirmed his bipolar diagnosis yeah. Yeah, with this cover art that says, "I hate being bipolar." It's I will awesome. say I kind of understand the the take of uh, yes, I'm bipolar, but no, I don't want to take my meds because think of it from our perspective of <laughs> having been in the poker industry for a long period of time, where we have become such good problem solvers and logical thinkers mm -hmm. that we've reduced the extremes to almost non-existent, right? Like, uh, I know personally speaking that writing used to come incredibly easily to me and I felt like I could churn out like really compelling uh, short form writing mm -hmm. based off of being in an emotional state, Okay. right? So like, especially if I was going through like loss or frustration or like hurt something along those lines it was very easy to kind of pour that out into writing mm -hmm. and you end up with like a really creative piece that you're like wow people are going to read this and they're going to connect with it now when i'm just like even kill 24 7 it's just like eh, yeah you sort of get to used say. to like when you're in work mode your emotions are off yep yeah, yeah. just get used your body gets used to oh i'm working okay emotions off no yeah. that happens to artists for sure like ed sheeran's best album the x album um Ooh, was i don't know the vibe was good man no well, the ed x album Sheeran where he, he won a grammy on the x yeah that, that was one so, so ed Sheeran won the, uh, it's like won you the, don't even remember that trip to san jose where we were just listening no, to the vibe the whole time so the ed sheeran album which was the x album that won the grammy was done right after he got cheated on by the other artist i forget her name Oh but, yeah, but that whole album was created right after that, and it was like a crazy good album. But mm -hmm. it was built out of that pain, yeah, that, that came from from him getting like publicly cheated on, yeah, you know. So, so yeah, I mean, it, this is why I Taylor understand. Swift is a chronic dater, yeah. She All just too she well. literally I mean, dates for the for the heartache. Wait, is yeah. she dating fucking LeBron James' agent, Maverick no. Paul? Oh no. yeah. Or no, that's Adele. I'm sorry, yeah. that's Adele. Wait, mm -hmm. I want to go back to this follow up from the Nikki oh, Glazer. So, uh, shout out to my man Baby Dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Sick start. What? <laughs> uh, he's, he's, what he's have a you fella. been doing in your free time? You're, you're, you know, licking your lips and no, shit, no, no, no. you're saying did, shout out to Baby Dick. What else going didn't on? Didn't you here? see the Photoshop with him and Lindsay? Uh, Lindsay Rad. No, she posted it. Uh, so he's he's a fellow Yinzer. He's friends with um, with Rigby. With Rigby, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's just man. He's just on one. He loves you, by oh. the way. If in case you were wondering, thank you, thank you Baby Dick. <laughs> but that's a good entry point yeah hey what up i'm baby dick how you yeah. doing uh but he was he was saying that his his uncle is uh like big in the comedy like he plays guitar for a lot of comedians or whatever and he sent him a dm and was like hey do you know nikki glazer or like are you close with her or whatever and his uncle's like yeah why and he okay. goes he goes 
uh, you don't know him, but my man Matt Burke, he's like big in poker and he loves Nikki Glazer. Like, <laughs> can you hook a friend of a friend up? Oh, man. <laughs> and the dude responds and goes, well, I can't give him her number because she's in a very uh, she's in a very serious relationship oh, right now. But man. next time she's in town, I'll get him. I'll get a VIP backstage passes oh, and he can shoot his shot. Wow. <laughs> there you go. I said, I'm no homewrecker. Listen, wow. shout out to baby Let, dick. Let's get her on the pod. Yeah, let's wow. get her on the pod. Let's get her on the pod. She would. I, I, you would never see me more embarrassed oh, than if that actually happened. We'll bring Cuz on that episode too. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of these things. don't look so good, Cuz. <laughs> I think all these things that you think are a far fetched dream are very achievable. Yeah. Like having Pat McAfee on, having Nikki, I, I could see it happening. I, I could see that one. Yeah. I could see I Barack could, Now Obama, that he's tweeted bro. at you and followed you. We just got to yeah. push, bro. We just got to keep it going. I just feel like Pat McAfee's a very busy man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you never know, though. Maybe we'll just he go can to carve him. out, you know. He does seem minutes. like he might be have a little bit of a gambling itch, though. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a gambling itch. Uh, we live right down the block. Maybe we could scratch it a little bit. Where's the podcast filmed? They're in Indianapolis. Uh, who, why would you do there? that? Here comes the video. I get it. I get it. That's where that's where he played. But I'm saying that's oh. crazy. Yeah. Where is a uh, college game day hosted? Everywhere. It, it rotates. It, yeah. Every week. So Whatever travels, like, the biggest yeah. game of the week is, yeah. usually they're there. It's in oh. Alabama. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> half the year it's in Alabama. <laughs> Will he ever be Roll in Vegas tide. for that? Or no. 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 You and LB's garbage, man. It's all SEC teams. Yeah. Can't practice here. Speaking of game day. Well, I don't know if they'll... Maybe they'll be in State College this week. It's uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Is it this week? That's yeah, but uh, it's shocking to me that Penn State, Minnesota was a primetime game this past week. <laughs> I know. And now Penn State, Ohio State's a, ninth, or a noon start. Yeah. Is, well, is it in Ohio State? No, it's in Penn State. Okay, because Ohio yeah. State, I don't think they have Did you lights. guys get all your players? They don't have lights at Ohio State? Mm -mm. They have to, like, rent them when, when they have night games. They, don't, they very rarely have night games, but when they do, they have to, like, rent lights, set them up, and then... Take them down. Typical fucking Ohio, man. Cincinnati that is the biggest fucking football program yeah, there is. Cincinnati Bengals just now got an indoor practice facility. Really? They were the last team in the NFL to get one. Why? Just this season was the first season having an indoor practice. That's, in Cincinnati. That's, that's right, insane. Yeah. It snows there. Right. Of course. Wait, of course. Why, why is that the case? Because they broke. They're cheap as fuck, man. Mm. It's just a choice? Yeah, it's an owner's choice. Small market team. <laughs> they're just trying to build, you know, grit. That's what they're trying to it do. It took them going to the Super Bowl for their owner to go, all right, guys. <laughs> that we got was a chance deal. now. Yeah. We'll get you a turf practice <laughs> facility indoors. <laughs> Put a goddamn roof on the dome. Go ahead. Man, I've seen some of the training facilities at some of these colleges. They are insane. Oh, well, it's 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 big business. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not it's not yo, what's up, bro? It's uh, it's it's big business. It's yeah. it's not. You're talking about college, but you're talking about pr pretty no, much course. professional sports. Yeah, yeah, of point. course. Yeah. Like Arizona State has a massive training facility. It's so cool. I saw a video from just Twitter. They just had like a little sneak sneak preview, and I was very excited. I was like, "Wow, this is great!" Even though I'm never gonna use it in my life, <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I was part of it for a, a quick second. You've yeah. turned into such the gym rat. I'm a rat. So yeah. That's the bro. I'm a, I, I literally <laughs> told you with the empanadas that I was going to, I dissect the empanadas and I, eat them I was over watching you do that today. It I, I was upsetting. I was like, wow. It's a fucking crime what Landon it's does. These that fucking point, empanadas. I just, see, I just don't eat them. Like, I'm either, I'm either going to eat the empanada right. the way it's supposed to be, the me way it's meant to be, or I'm just not going to eat it. What's, I, what's an empanada? Uh, so the oh, my God. What the The only reference to empanadas that I know. Cut his mic. Yeah. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> the only reference to empanadas that I know is I listen to, um, there's, uh, have you guys ever heard of Gimlet Media? No. Okay, so it's yeah, like. Yeah, I've heard of that too. I know your culture and I know my culture. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a cultural thing. Spotify bought them. It's but they, Jewish. They, no. <laughs> Spotify bought them. Uh, they're just a podcast outlet, right? Okay. So they have like hundreds of shows. And there's this one show that is um, like a murder mystery show. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I know about empanadas is this, this woman becomes a murderer and she's dating a guy who owns an empanada shop. <laughs> and he grinds up the dead bodies and puts mm. them in his empanada meat. My man, do you know how many empanadas I Crazy. eat on the week? Mm. Well, how many? They were the most popular empanadas <laughs> in NYC. Like, so an empanada is like a, a meat the, pocket. NYC? Mm-hmm. How many empanadas I've eaten from fucking NYC? No, I'm saying in this, in this, in this podcast. Uh, the, the Jewish podcast. Oh, okay. Podcast. So it's like a joke. In it's the like, Jewish yeah. podcast? Well, it's, it's not a joke. It's, it's a fake. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fiction. Okay, yeah, it's fiction. Right. I just want to make sure. Happen. Come on, man. Really I want to make sure I can go down the block and eat some fucking empanadas. Today. I mean, there's a little truth to all jokes, right? I think you would oh. like empanadas. Yeah, Wait, so, it's just a meat pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's just meat yeah. inside of a little. It's, a, it's like a pierogi, except you know, there's meat in it instead of so a ravioli. Oh, no, it's not ravioli. It's deep, it's deep fried because <laughs> it's like yeah. bread. Uh, what yeah. is that outside? Dough. Is it deep fried or is it baked? It's deep fried. It's deep fried. Yeah, and you can do deep fried or baked. Yeah, those ones seemed baked today yeah. yeah they are okay either way i is, don't want to eat the bread is it bread or is it dough what like, what are we doing yeah. bread, dough dough, thing. dough, yeah, dough. it's dough wrapped it's like in a, beef and like some like seasoning well, it could inside. be whatever you want inside chicken, chicken too yeah um there's a spot down the block that has spinach ones corn ones a whole bunch of stuff they make egg ones they're, they're really egg ones i've never even yeah, heard yeah, of they that. have them in dr they do whatever you, they do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> speaking of murder mysteries where are you going with this? What? <laughs> there was a fucking car found mm. by a landscaper. Mm -hmm. Oh, this the, is so weird. This thread is bizarre. Yo. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know about this. Tell me. All right. So a landscaper finds a car buried four to five feet underground at, ho at a home in uh, near on Stockbridge near Selby with unused bags of concrete throughout the vehicle. Um, basically, they say the dogs had... Um, a scent of a possible mm. human remains, but nobody has been keep keep found. reading the thread. Yeah, so there was an update, and it says photos of the convertible Mercedes unearthed from Atherton Estate car reported stolen to the Poli Palo Alto police in 1992 has vanity plate Lou <laughs> J. Four. So We're in a fucking sim. Lou fucking J. And was registered to the late Johnny Bakhtun Liu, ex homeowner who has previous arrests for murder and insurance fraud. Wow. It's <clears> so <throat> crazy. Why would he have J4 there? It's wild. The it's plot, just absolutely wild. The plot's so thick. So, I've never even like, seen anyone else named Liu before. This. Now I see it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know what? Like I have noticed, like it, it's just a thing. It's probably just a brain thing because when I play now and I see, like, I feel like I get Jack Four off Me like too. every other hand. Me too. I'm like, why do I keep getting this fucking hand? But it's just because I never noticed it right, before. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the rest of the thread goes on. There was no human remains found. It was just an uh, an insurance fraud okay. gig, where um, it seems as though uh, he wanted to dispose of the car somehow, and he got full repayment. For what the car was worth, which was about eighty thousand at the time. Okay, he just wanted his money he back from his cars. Yeah. yeah, man. And this was on a fifteen. 
million dollar estate he lived. Mm -hmm. Nice. Wow. Wait, so you keep keep churning out $80,000. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So he lives in a $15 million estate. No, he's dead. He's dead now. So he's dead now. Apparently he was the ex homeowner. But ex homeowner of a $15 million thing, but then wanted the 80K back for this specific car. Sometimes you're just living a little over your head. You don't get to $15 million estates without doing, you know, Listen, he wasn't liquid. He needed a little liquidity, you know? They do say pennies make pounds. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It adds up. Who says that? <laughs> they. <laughs> I've never that's heard that's that. Sh- of what? I don't even know if they have like, pennies over there. Goods? Like you save pennies, you get. Are there pounds. pennies? In, well, the in, Great British in, Pound is not doing too well, so I yeah. think I'll pass on that. Yeah, that's why it's called soccer now. Yeah, it's soccer. It's not football anymore. It's called soccer. <laughs> we figured that one out. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, it's like the, it's like okay. Have you heard money saved is money earned? Yeah, yeah I've heard mm-hmm. of that. Like that. I don't believe in it. Okay, well that's close it's, a, it's equivalent it's like it's if you equivalent. fold it's like yeah like we save that it's adjacent money. yeah it's adjacent it's, yeah it's money adjacent <laughs> yeah it's money adjacent <laughs> oh man talking about money we need more <laughs> these yes. segways are beautiful mm-hmm. yes we are on it i love it because it's always a pause and then it kind of you takes a deep breath and they'll just be like because I honestly. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck I'm going to say. <laughs> so, so, anyway, you know who bread. would love to buy some barbecue? Hans Neiman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys can't do this. All right. So <laughs> he had a perfect. He perfect Wait, this is the actual segue. It actually was a good segue. I yeah, should have Shit all over it. What, what are you saying, Jen? Take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. That was the actual saying. Take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. Six, why are you, how do you know a 1500, 1600 saying? Me? It's 1835. It's all this online poker making my eyes go. You gotta get those blue light glasses like Dylan Weissman. I know. I need the blue sharks or whatever. <laughs> blue shark optics. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about saving a penny. Wait, what is this about Berkey's girlfriend getting him sweats? I'm gonna fuck both of you off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting interrupted. Alright, Not so nice, is it? Wait. <laughs> that, chair get, that chair gets a little hot, doesn't it? It's fun, it's alright, I like it. It's cool, it's cool. So, um, talking about saving your pennies. There was a tweet from Lexo Poker. Bro. Oh, that, that is was, a good segue. That was a good He says, if you play poker for a living... Size of pot, one, shouldn't dictate size of tip to dealer. Mm. Mm. Well, I what, tip, what else did he say? Hold on, hold on. Leave that up there for one second, Guapo, please. Sure. I tip more or less according to speed, table control, friendship, attitude, etc. The fast, efficient dealers with a great attitude get tipped way more. The size of the pot shouldn't matter if you're playing poker for a living. So this got a lot of traction on on the interwebs. Yeah, it's controversial. Very controversial. Um, what do you guys think about this? Let's go around the room because like I see, I don't. He's not saying. When I read this, I was kind of like lost for a minute. I actually, I'm lying. I was lost for like two hours before the podcast. And I was walking <laughs> yeah. back and forth, and I couldn't figure it he out. Kept saying, "I'm confused by this." I'm so confused. <laughs> Is he saying that he only tips like you know a certain amount? And he basically like, tips a dollar a hand. Yes. Is he like, saying that he tips? But he's also saying that he does tip. <laughs> more i think yeah, to like know, friendly like, fast good dealers i think he's just saying the metric by which he chooses his tip size is not pot size it's service right 
Um, okay. Yeah, it's not about the size of the pot. It's just about the other attributes that he finds more important to giving tips. Yeah, to. but I, the way I read it is it's not a $1 to X dollar scale. It's a $0 to X know, dollar scale. Th this conversation making me realize I probably tip too much. Uh, look, I, don't know. I, I mean, like, like if it's like a dealer, I see a lot or, or like I'll tip them when they come to the table when they leave I the think, table. I think, <laughs> look, this, this is, this is forget about the, be the fun whole, strip club. Uh, <laughs> I am fun at a strip club. Actually. What I find a problem with is, I, I don't want, I don't want to say I find a problem with it, but I, like, I talk think your what, shit. I just don't like people messing with other people's money. It's like, he's basically, he has some influence. Like he has a, a, a vlog, he has a, a Twitter profile, whatever. And it's like, why are you telling people to tip less? Like, you know, you're basically influencing uh, the pockets of other individuals. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, why? Like, if it's my business, what I do, if I want to give this person five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. And like, what do you, it's like, why are we doing that again? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I think it's in poor taste. Right. Yeah, it's kind of you know? weird. Cause it's like, okay, if you don't want to tip fine, but why are you trying to make other people not tip right. too? I don't right. know. I, don't, well, I, don't, I get the impression from follow-up tweets by like Kim Stone and uh, others in the thread that he's been tip-shamed. Okay. So it seems to me that he's addressing something that was brought well, to his attention. At least it was just the tip being shamed. <laughs> no thing. one wants to be shaft-shamed. <laughs> yeah, you that, can't that's shame the shaft. Thing. Just shame right? tips. Just, I, I've seen some tips in my day that deserve shaming. Oh, I gotta yeah. tell you. That huh? casting couch guy? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> These guys coming in with a mushroom head that's six times the size it's, of a chef. It should never like. be that wide. Circumference look at, is look way at too big. I mean, look at Landon's face. It's bro. just like we were talking about poker. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about poker. We were just having a conversation about tip culture. And then this is where it's devolved. Well, we're still talking about tip culture. Yeah, yeah. It's a little culture. different. It's a different, different type of tip culture. This is not what I signed up for. Yeah, with, with, with a mushroom slinger like that, you should just never be circumcised. You know, you got to keep that thing under wraps. Yeah, this at least that'll the be audience tapered. It's right. not going to be a straight, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, we... I'm glad you guys are having a good time. I'm having a blast. Well, has been waiting for this conversation for so long. He's <laughs> just laughing. What's his nickname, Thor? <laughs> yeah, the, hammer. Hammer. the hammer. Um okay, so like yeah, I, I I read into this and maybe I'm I'm incorrect, but uh it seemed as though like somebody had tip shamed him somewhere along the lines and he felt the need to justify or um you know come to his own defense with regards to how he chooses the tip. Mm -hmm. I think there is a few layers to this. Like, so first and foremost, I think that uh, so long as dealers are not being dealt or not being paid a fair wage, and by fair I mean a survivable wage without tips from the casino, from the casino, uh, tipping culture will continue to exist and mm -hmm. will need to exist. Otherwise, we'll see them disappear. Right? As dealers disappear, games disappear. Like that's just we we already saw it with the series. Yes. Right when they can't staff things, problems occur. So, uh, part of this does fall in the casino, and uh, I I think that that's a, a bigger conversation that we can get into after we discuss tipping as a whole, which is the idea of how rake uh, plays into this, how much responsibility falls on the casino versus the player, etc. Right. Um, but the more important thing that I think is being discussed that is worth kind of diving into is. I read that as he will not tip certain dealers mm -hmm. or not, or he'll tip dealers less, right? So say he wins five hands 
on a down or dealer A versus dealer B. Mm-hmm. I read that as dealer B, if he, if they're good, will get five to ten dollars. And dealer A, if they're not as good, will get like one to four dollars. Right. So like less than a dollar per hand, a dollar per hand or more on average. Yeah. Right. And he's basically saying on average, then it works out to him, him tipping a dollar a hand. Mm-hmm. But the issue that I have with this is that it's, uh, I gave the example previously, uh, or, or off air of imagine you go to the same diner every day and there's mm-hmm. four waiters or waitresses there that you see literally seven days a week. Yeah. Right. Yep. And three of those waiters or waitresses, you tip 25% to, and then the fourth one you stiff or you give them 5% because you don't like their service. And on average, you're giving 20%, right? That's kind of not okay because even though that ser- that the service from that fourth waiter or waitress that you dislike or uh, you feel is insufficient, yeah. uh, even though it's your right to not pay uh, gratuity to them because you don't feel they're doing a good job, it doesn't really serve the purpose that you would like it to. So tipping culture as it was created was an idea of being reward-based uh, off of service, right? But the way that companies have, or restaurants, whatever, the way ownership has incorporated it is it's now a base rate. It's not, it's not a bonus. Them, yeah. Yeah, it's also right. pooled a lot of the time. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Um, but which I guess if it's pooled, this isn't that big of a conversation. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But if right. it's not pooled, uh, it's very impactful because what ends up happening is you don't encourage this person to do a better job necessarily and they don't get fired, mm-hmm. right? They just live off of a non-livable wage mm-hmm. if everybody well, follows suit. I don't suit. know. Does it really not encourage them? Because I know when I was working for tips, like versus a job, like I'd worked jobs where I was working for tips versus not. And mm-hmm. like my demeanor was much different when I was working for tips. No, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, the, the, I don't think many casino. I don't think many poker rooms pool the. Tips. I think none, almost none do for poker. Oh, they don't. Yeah. Not okay, for poker. Not for poker. But on the floor, yeah. They, they do. They do on the floor. Yeah. Though. And I think yeah. that leads. All four that tips definitely always. leads to people tipping more. Right. Right. Like when you pool know tips? that when you tip no. somebody, they're actually getting I, that. I think people yes. get tipped. I think just in general, uh, people tip I'll more. I'll ask a lot of the time. Right. When yeah. I used to gamble a lot, I used to like never tip like toward like blackjack or. Like whatever that type of stuff because mm-hmm. it was just always like I know you got some pulling tips. I'm not giving this directly to you, so like right. what I give you, yeah, it might go up a little bit, but it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it feels less yeah. impactful. I, so I just threw a little bit. But if tipping was created as a reward-based structure and somebody acts in a way that does not deserve a reward, why should they get the service or the treatment of actually doing something that is deserving of a reward? Because what I'm saying is that it's evolved now to where it's a supplemental income thing right. it's not it's not reward based it's not a bonus on the money that they're making mm-hmm. it's they the need it to survive Five, yeah okay right. so in the responsibility standpoint where does that come from from the original aspect of it being reward based to it now shifting to where you can do a average to below average job and still get the same treatment as someone that goes above and beyond i mean I, that's what my thing with pooled tips i feel like yeah. It's, just, I'm not it's making... just a separate pool to that, pump that, We're the... derailing the conversation mm-hmm. of what the tweet was. Right? He he's not saying like he, he he's not saying he's uh not tipping these people. What he's saying is if the pot was this much, I'm not tipping you more. Well that was his initial tweet, but mm-hmm. then he followed up by saying, yeah. like, you know, I tip in this manner and it's reward based. And what so I'm what, saying so is what Landon like, is saying is then 
but I'm saying it's not applicable. Like right. what, what, what basically I'm getting at is that the base rate for tipping is $1 per hand. Yes. Right. Right. And if you tip less than that, then you do seem like a stiff mm -hmm. because uh, basically their bottom line is dependent upon these tips. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I think the real conversation to be had is should that responsibility fall on the patron? So I think it's going to regardless because like, I think if it wasn't relying on tips, they'd just raise rake. I think I think the easiest way to solve this, and we do this often at uh, at the Win and at Bellagio, is that we just pre-tip. Where well, that that can't happen because like we're talking about normal casino games where the floor is open and just like you leave like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not like a stream game where like there's no, the no, same no. eight people. You don't do this. You, doesn't matter. You still pre-tip. You pre-tip every down, like you beginning of the down. You pre-tip in the down, right? Yeah. So like you run the bomb pot, mm -hmm. and it, with the bomb pot comes the, you also tip the so dealer. So when you so pre-tip, do you? tip also after that or no you can yeah because like, i usually like do right but it's not now it's not smaller. obligated not not okay. or soft obligated because i would, would feel mm -hmm. i just would feel weird dragging a pot and not tipping like when yeah, i was they've playing been taken in, care of. in spain i was it was weird to me like that people weren't tipping right you yeah. can always you can always tip right where no one's ever gonna tell you not to but i'm saying it's like once the pre-tip's done like the dealer made their money and the rake is already taken now we just play Right. Yeah, you yeah and, and that's that's fair. But you understand by doing that, all you're doing is increasing rake, because now it's a fixture of the game. Right. Mm -hmm. Tipping is no yeah. longer optional. Mm -hmm. and right. But I mean, we're gonna tip anyway, right? Also, at the but, same but point. That, so that's why I'm <laughs> saying that we have to we have to figure out like if this responsibility is meant to fall on the patron or not. Right. Because we don't do this in tournaments anymore. Somewhere right. along the line, we realized that the tax to play was too high, mm -hmm. and tipping additionally off of, uh, on top of that was not our responsibility. Right. But they it, take it from the rake. Now they do. Right. So, but it's the same concept. We cash could do the same thing. But the so you want to increase the rake? The they already are. They, they are. They're increasing the rake, but they're not paying. Oh, and I don't know the numbers, right? I don't. But like, I assume that they're increasing the rake, but not the increasing hourly. the hourly of the dealer at the same rate. But how much would right? they have to increase the rake for them to be paying the dealers in a livable wage where... We, mean, don't, we, don't, we, don't know what we don't know what their P and L is at the end right. of the day. Well, but, I know well, we know that's wait, a big lot. Like according not, to the, the IRS, they're making twenty seven dollars an hour. Who is the dealers? Uh, that, is that including tips? They have to not count the tips. tips? That, that no, is that tips. is the tip compliance. Yeah. So so that's what they pay taxes that's, on. That's what so they're with paying. Tip twenty seven dollars. No, that so yes. the way the tipping works is you claim like X percent. Mm -hmm. and, and basically these casinos pay like seven dollars an hour seven or eight dollars an hour basically whatever you know, minimum wage yeah and that basically covers your tips i mean covers your taxes yeah so yeah, yeah right um the, so I, I think that yeah like you you ask like how much higher does the rake have to get in order to cover it? well it's like start to look at the average rake across the the only place that so the reason why i think lex is being vilified vilified here is because he plays in an, a very cheap time game in texas in which case, you should be overly generous. I think you're... he lives in Florida. I think he's in Florida, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I but, thought he was but, in Texas. He wrote a tweet that says... Okay, well, if he's I'm... in Florida, it's different. Because, uh, well, no, but if he's playing 510+, plus, he's paying time also. And it's, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Yeah. And in those instances... It, I was talking about this earlier. When I was grinding, uh, coming up, playing like 2-5+, plus, uh, as a very active player who had a high VPIP and was winning a lot of hands, I was probably paying, on average, $10,000 a year, tipping $1 per hand. Mm -hmm. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Which is especially a lot. when you're playing those stakes, right? Now, I'm playing, like, 10 to 20... Well, somewhere between 10 to 100 times the stakes that I was playing back then. And uh, I'm paying, like, 25 k a year in tips. 
And I said that it's substantially less, not just relative to the stakes or anything along those lines, but actually the, the dollar impact is substantially less because I'm only paying $1,200 a year in rake. Mm -hmm. So I play probably 400 hours a year paying $30 an hour in time, right? That's cheaper. So it's like 1200 bucks, or sorry, $12,000 in rake, uh, as opposed to back then when I was playing like raked games, mm -hmm. playing 1500 hours a year, getting raked, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 40 or 50 bucks an hour. Uh, I'm probably paying somewhere in the neighborhood of like 25 to 45K a year just in rake, plus another 10K of tip on top, Yeah. right? Wow. So it's like, it's not even remotely close. And when you break it down into big blinds, you know, I was paying like double to triple digits in rake of big blinds, uh, or, or sorry, um, somewhere in the triple digits in, in, in rake per big blinds, where now I'm playing like double digits. You were winning yeah. 10, you were winning 10 fully raked pots per hour? Uh, yeah, I, th I think. <laughs> Holy shit. I think that's reasonable. That's, that's yeah. definitely reasonable. No, I mean, uh, I mean no. not 10. I'm, I'm not probably saying like you weren't. I'm six just saying or seven. That's, that's a lot. No, oh, I mean, per hour? Oh, no, my priority. Probably yeah. getting like. You're getting 25 hands an hour ish. No, more than that for sure. Like low stakes? Probably closer to like 30. I was 40. thinking. I was yeah, thinking between 30. 30 and 40, probably. You usually get like 15. He's winning a quarter of them. And a night table. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe it's slightly less. No, but, I, yeah, I guess. I'm um, not saying you weren't. I'm just saying. No, no, no. It, it easily could have been slightly less. But yeah. like, you know, you're V pipping back then. It's still I, a lot. It's I'm probably V pipping like 40% on average. You were still paying well, a lot more in rake back then than you are now. So let's yeah, bring yeah. this. Well, it just seems that tipping as a whole has changed from something that was potentially optional to now mandatory. Right well, from is that true though? Because like, did were people that need to be were, that were living off tip, like whatever, have these jobs that from tips? Were they ever getting paid a base wage that was no. livable? No, no. So that's why it's mandatory. But no, that's what I was saying. Well, He's saying at first it wasn't like like where from tip culture originating from the service industry mm -hmm. of people having this job, and then if you give good service, you can then optionally as the consumer leave a tip for good service right oh, but but the so, thing is that since they don't have a base salary did they have one prior to no, tip culture existing no. no that like that's that's in america like service industries work off tips right, right? but that had to start from somewhere correct they ne i don't Maybe think those like way, way, i don't think those back. ever like at least not in our time sure that, that was a thing exactly i'm just saying it is from a business perspective, so genius to well, then pay little to then have the consumer make up for more and compensate yeah, for it. But, but, but it has changed in MTTs. Yeah. So why? I, I think because, because they hired the because, rate also. No, they haven't though. It's like it's slightly it, it's more. It's like eleven. It's like eleven percent right? on average for mm -hmm. for rake. So like, what did it go up? One percent, two percent maybe. Yeah. But like, uh, for instance, uh, it, it's because of demand mostly, right? So the World Series this year upped their wage. I think they were paying fifty dollars per down, something along those lines. Maybe twenty five per down. Twenty five so, per down, fifty per hour. You get yeah. Right. So but it, it it's not it's not just that. It's a multitude of reasons, right? You're one. You're you're also don't have the pressure of it, right? Your peers aren't all around you watching you tip, so you can not tip and and not Correct. be shamed, yeah. right? It's getting pulled. Right, so like that. Also, people I think tip less. In right, my opinion, they're playing off of the pulled, psychology right? of being shamed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it was easier for. For that to transition yeah what i'm, what I'm saying factors. is that that operators are shirking the responsibility onto the patrons Correct. in cash because mm -hmm. the patrons are 
policing one another, insisting that they all tip. And mm -hmm. for what it's worth, like uh, I come from a vantage point where it's like I'm an overly generous tipper. Like yeah, same. the second I started playing 10-20 plus, I only I only tip five dollars, and I do it every hand that I win. Like I'm overly taxing myself. I'm harming my win rate tremendously. I have a question. Sorry, uh, when you're playing 10-20 plus, like are you? Does your tip? Does it vary on the size of the pot at no. all? Uh, uh, yes, so, sometimes, yes. Okay. But that's not, I, I don't think there's any logic behind it, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, me winning a 100K pot at 50, 100 may lead to me yeah. tipping 100, but it's just because like I by default, I, I by default like fall into generosity and I don't think about it in bottom line terms. Yeah, yeah of course. Once you start adding it up and realizing how cumulative it is when you play so much, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> and it's also like, uh, it's unfair. Right, because yeah. like basically that dealer just dealt a jackpot. Yeah, yeah even though it's a, even it's a very small, they, they, they want but it doesn't that. come out on the average. Because if they deal that jackpot to like say Lex, they get a dollar. Yeah, that would that would suck for <laughs> sure. They but like, bad. They, you gotta like, deal, they, deal like, it to someone else. Deal it to me. I'll pay you. The, the reason why you're not, <laughs> one of the reasons is like their hourly is just not enough. Like without the tips, right? Like totally sometimes agree. sometimes they're they don't even get to deal. Right, they're dealing. Like they're stuck on a dead spread where like basically the casino uh, or, or the floor is like, hey, we might get a game. We might right. not get a game, but we need you out on. We need you out on the floor. So case, they're just yeah. sitting at a table like yeah, just doing nothing. And, and $7 an hour. And they don't like, receive that money. That money goes to tax. Right. So they're right. just doing they literally just work 30 minutes for free. Right. Yeah. They're just like sitting there. So like that sucks uh, in terms of like what you're saying, like just being a little generous on the big pots like. They don't even expect it. They, they like they do expect the dollar, but like you know, if they deal the jackpot, that's also like that. That's cool. Same thing like when you if like for you know we don't we don't apply to this anymore. But like when they would deal the bad beat, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like they deal the bad beat, like they expect something because that's like their like jackpot. You yeah. know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So, but I, I think I, I think overall that I find a problem with this. Go ahead. Um, and I'm thinking more so as the the ecosystem as a whole. There, there's becoming too many taxes that are being shirked onto the patron themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming harder and harder and harder to survive as like a break-even player, right? And that's what the entire ecosystem thrives off of is developing as many break-even players as humanly possible because they're paying the, they're paying their, the lion's share of the rake um, and they're keeping games afloat. Right, so they're not really taking any money out. They're not really putting any money in, but they're facilitating the the game to continue on. Right, and the issue is that every time that you increase the tax, be it through rake or tip or a combination uh, a combination of both, what ends up happening is more of those break even players start to fall into the negative. Right, it's like I'm openly saying that like I knew that I was harming my bottom line, but it was also a time frame where it didn't matter because I might have been winning like. 40 big blinds per hundred or 50 big blinds per hundred. Like I basically saw it as this is what you are obligated to do as the biggest winner in the pool. It's just the tax to play the game. Sort of. But now it's different right now. Hard. Nobody's nobody has that win rate. Yeah. Like the best player in the pool is winning like a quarter of that. Maybe, maybe half of that at most uh, on top of that, you have to grease palms to get into games. You have to give up pieces to get into games. You have to pay the raking games. You have to pay the tipping games. You have to pay all of this uh, like startup cost, right? But it just never goes away. At least with a startup, once you once you get everything fully funded and you get the ball rolling and you become successful, yeah. those costs dissipate. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, It's the exact opposite in poker. As you try to reach scale, your costs continually climb. The only thing that kind of levels off is rake. 
right? Because once you start paying time, it does become a hell of a lot more affordable. Yeah. Yeah. But those games are also a little tougher. Correct. Like when you're, you're playing, giving up a lot of win yeah, rate now. Right. right. You're playing 5, 10, 10, 20. Those games are not. It's all balancing. It's not, it's not the same. It's all a balancing force. Well, the big thing is that the, the, the people who are getting taxed the highest are the entry level players. And that's just terrible for the ecosystem. Truthfully. You're saying because of the rake. Yes. Well, right. and the tip. When you're tipping a dollar in one three, uh-huh. that's extremely relevant to your bottom line. Right. So think that's about a half a blind. Uh, right. Yeah. Right? So in a regular pot, it's like the 10% rake per hand at a one three game is two big blinds, right? Because if you include the tip, so they take five plus the one. Now that's too big. Some some places well, are yeah, even most taking of more. Seven. Most of seven because right, they but do Vegas, five. But Vegas mostly is five. Mostly well, five. it's five plus two mostly because they do the oh, stupid right. high hand sit that's at mostly right. at one two and one three games except for like the that's win another Bellagio. additional tag. Yeah. So like like all those smaller rooms that are one two one three they do like jackpots. all the jackpot jackpots shit. So they do two dollars. When per I first hand. started playing, rake was three dollars. Yo, damn. Yeah. Mandalay Bay has like a shitload of fucking a six figure reserve of like parlay promotion money like they just ready to give away yeah like it's just like it's it's incredible how the, much money the laws around promotional money is uh very not player friendly also it basically becomes marketing money where they can like the uh i think the the qualifier is it just needs to go back to the pool of players who mm -hmm. collected it but it's really really fucking loose on how, they, how that terminology works out so it's like they could just do almost anything relatable to poker if that's where they pulled the money from yeah. and it becomes acceptable so you're getting so it is more like a rake because you you correct you have a less you, you don't have like, like an equal they, opportunity to get it back. Sure. Yeah, what if they put it towards marketing well that's correct that's exactly. so that's just exactly. like offloading cost mm -hmm. for exactly that. so like sherpa was a good example of this back when they very first started the uh the was Sherpa, it five million? Sherpa was Florida, right? Yeah. WPT. So yeah. Hard rock poker. So when they okay. very first ran the five k, uh, or the the five million dollar guarantee, um, they were clearly not going to get it, and they were running a bad beat jackpot or a high hand jackpot, whatever, in in the cash room, and they collected like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. They started doing splash pots where they were giving away seats to the tournament. Well, these cash players don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, some of them do. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was a massive opportunity. Yeah. But there are guys who are like grinding it out. Right. Where they're just like, you've been taxing me $2 a hand to give me a thirty or a 5K seat into a tournament that I don't want to fucking play and yeah. it's non-transferable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um... Warning, fair trade offer. Your money for something you don't actually want to do anyway. <laughs> right. Right. So you accept? What are we saying? Yeah. So what well, I'm trying on. to say is that actually, and this will never happen, but it really should. It, it'll never happen because it's too profitable as it stands for the, for the rooms. And the rooms are probably struggling enough with bottom line as it is. Yeah. But one, three, two, five should be the time games. And the time should be small. Mm. When we first started playing five, five, it was a time game. We paid $5 a half. Really? Yeah. In Sen uh, Salamanca. Uh, and it felt like a huge tax because it was 200 min, 200 max. So it was a 40 big blind game. Yeah. And they'd come around every half and take a fucking blind off your stack. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just like, Jesus Christ, like, I can't afford this. Um, but the truth of the matter is the entry level games, and this would be very helpful too, because then they could start to spread smaller entry level games. If they ran time instead of, instead of tax, now all of a sudden, like... Then the stakes don't matter to them. Right. Yeah. The stakes don't matter yeah. to them really at all. And on top of that, uh, these, these lower levels will begin to flourish. Just start growing. It's not only that they'll grow, it's that they will sustain Survive, yeah. to the point where now people can decide whether they want to graduate out or not, mm. where as it stands, 
um, people just like die in these states. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're I, incentivized I think to move up or die, kind of. The issue of that rape. I find, Burke, is like how it it, it costs money for them to have those tables out on the floor, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. The operating. Company. So like, it, it would be hard for them to now openly lower their bottom line. So right. hey, hold on. My question is, what's uh, would, the, I what's think the it difference? Would work. I think it would work in situations where like those games. Like they don't like it's a casino that doesn't have many anyway. Well, right? well uh, not necessarily. So look at the average time uh, that you pay whenever you're playing five ten plus, right? Okay. It's usually like a blind and a half. Oh, no, where? Oh, an hour, a half. No, less. seven dollars. Sorry, 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 right. sorry. Yes, uh, three quarters of a blind. Yeah, it's usually like three quarters of a blind. So oh. if they charge like a full blind at the small stakes. Uh, or even if they just flattened it, it was a it was a little bit more for one three. So at one three they charge five dollars a half. At two five they charge six. Mm -hmm. okay. Right. So you're charging like somewhere between like a blind and a half and a blind. Uh, this is far more sustainable for that player pool than it would be if they were getting raked. And the rake probably isn't being decreased that much. So like if we look at the two five level right they're paying six dollars a half nine people so you're you're looking at 54 dollars every half hour mm -hmm. if they play 20 pots in that half hour that are max rake at 60 bucks or, or sorry at six dollars yeah. uh so it's they, like basically their rake got cut in half right but they're also not playing 20 max rakes pots right right, right? Sure. so it's probably it got cut by uh some somewhere around like 30 percent well like how how is it more sustainable for the players if the if the overall rake that's being taken is not substantially less it, well it's it's substantial like a 30 percent rate decrease is substantial yeah but it's not like the, it's not that substantial day, to the house happen, the, the casino is going to take the hit right no not necessarily you just make up for it in higher stakes. higher stakes that's what he's saying he's saying switch it yeah you could just rake the higher stakes slightly more it's hard we get, to we get such, no we get such a rake break at the high stakes yeah but the games are so hard so what I mean, that's the whole point. The reason why the rake is lower is because the game is harder. No, that's no, not that can't it. be the reason. What about the places, the, the casinos that, that don't have those higher stakes, that only run 2-5? It's wait, the wait, highest wait. game. Or, you know, well, or, that's or, the thing. It will incentivize right. them to run a 5-10. Wait, the reason and why... And they'll have a, yeah. a more healthy ecosystem to move into 5-10. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Jen. Isn't the rake lower because the game is harder? No. Is you, that, you think in 2007 they were charging time at 5-10 because the game was harder? I don't know. The word harder. The answer is no. I'm trying to figure out. The word harder would never be in like the the. I always thought rake is down based on difficulty of game. No, right. the the reason it goes from rake to time is because raking would be cumbersome right, in games that have no one dollar chips, chips in right. them. Yes, and the time dollar amount that they choose is just based off of what they would expect the rake to be. Mm. So they just pick an average. Well, well, the thing is, is whether you're playing one dollar, two dollar, or one hundred, two hundred, they uh, they effectively still cap it at whatever their their house cap is, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't. It's only proportionally more or less based off of stakes because the cap is set at what the cap is. So set maybe at. that's an online thing. Where what's where an that, online thing? The rake is lower as you move yes. up. Yes, based on difficulty of game. But it wasn't always that way. <sighs> You, it's be, I don't know if it's because of difficulty, just because there's more money involved and they can take. There's just more. It's, it's more just, money proportional. Yeah. Right. Because now when you're playing two five or, uh, I think if I recall two five rake being capped at, I think two dollars. Maybe it's a blind or something. Maybe. It depends uh, on where. Well, you're whenever you get to like twenty five fifty online, it's not still capped at three dollars, is it? I think it is. Okay. 
Yeah, so they have a they have a hard cap, and the reason why rake is less is because there's just more money on the table, anyways. And percentage of big blind wise, it's less. Yeah, right? if you're paying three dollars, that, that's max what I'm saying. Like the, when the cap 50, is set, it just scales to being less as you go up in stakes. Yeah, it's not mm -hmm. difficult. It just gets harder because there's less people playing because there's less money and poker is tough. Right. So the but, games are harder. But what I'm all. saying in the inverse is rather than operating off of like some some like cap that exists, you can just. Uh, lessen the burden to the lower stakes and slightly increase to the upper stakes like if you're playing 510 and they raise the the time from seven dollars to nine dollars you're not gonna make deal. it's not gonna make any difference at all right like i mean you know there's gonna be some nit that notices it but when you actually look at how the rake is increasing across town it's always the one three and two five level you know yeah. venetian yeah. goes from raking five a hand cap to seven That's a hand cap ecosystem. wait venetian seven well, I think it's five plus two. Oh, okay. But gotcha. I know it's the highest rake in town. Well, five gotcha, gotcha, plus gotcha. two is yeah seven. Yeah, and then like <laughs> six became industry standard. Yeah. Well, like I said, when yeah. I first started, it was three bucks. So like it's gradually always they, it, they just keep taxing a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, and they do it because like that's where the majority of the players are coming from, and they view it as like it being a uh, a sustainable pool where even if they rake a player to death, it doesn't make a difference because there'll be money. somebody else to fill in that. Yeah. Seat. And it's also just a tourist pool. Yeah, kind of. But but I think they're they're missing the greater point where like you can't rake. I mean you could obviously like, but private games are a perfect example, right? Uh, private games don't set the rake at. Uh, they they don't cap it based off of some arbitrary number for the low stakes, right? They don't say like oh five dollar cap rake. No, they they take like twenty percent up to a hundred dollars yeah. or something ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. they'll they'll take upwards of a blind, uh, depending on what stakes you're playing. And, you know, we always say, like, well, that's just unsustainable, yada, 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 you can't beat it. But the truth of the matter is you can if, win, if high win rates are available. And, you know, that could be the casino's argument is, like, we rake these low stakes so much because the win rate available is so high. Uh, and it's like, okay, yeah, sure, that's true to a degree, but there's also, like, far less money in these stakes. to be raked. Yes, correct. So it's like you, you are much closer to damaging the overall health. And... That doesn't include tipping, right? The tipping aspect, uh, we're, we're missing the whole reason why this conversation got brought up. The tipping aspect is very impactful. Yeah. At the 1-3 level, like the tip aspect of where you are absolutely expected to tip $1 per hand is crippling. Absolutely. Yeah, you're getting it's extorted. Crippling. Yeah. It's extortion. It's selective extortion, right? Because if you don't give the tip, people look at you like, "Relax, mm -hmm. Kanye." I mean, a winning a winning player, a winning player at one three is probably tipping somewhere between one and two big blinds per hour. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Why Maybe are you being more, raked right? that much? Because if people go off the premise of bigger pot equals Correct. more tip, and yeah, then yeah. they win, they stack someone to give a red bird, right? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. for nothing. I would say tips at the lower stakes are probably more than. No, they are. Like, they are. I, I know that. Because uh, Lynn, Lynn tells me that, like yeah. when you when you play, like the lower stakes actually tip you more because they're way more. They're generous. Like yeah, they'll yeah. stack someone. They they'll just throw don't you know. A they don't think about bottom well, line. They're just at having all. fun, right. and they want to have fun. A lot of them are just recreational right. players. Now, too. Right But I think that's the, that's the argument. I thought why the the pre tip at the higher stakes five ten ten twenty is just better for the dealers where it's just like look let's let's just take care of the dealer. Let's do the bomb pot. Take it from there. Twenty bucks each. Whatever. Yeah, it's probably good. Like, like they just take twenty off off the jump. And it's a solution. Yeah, it's a solution at least. Like, and it keeps the game, you know, moving. It's nice. It's nice. Do you see more uh, tips? Um, like it means that their tips? tips don't scale though, because yeah. that now they're averaging like a dollar twenty-five per hand. Mm -hmm. the, the tips don't scale, but they also are 
you know, someone gonna, might throw you something. Like if right. someone they, who wins a yeah. huge pot, like they're gonna throw you something. Mm-hmm. Not sure. And you're not gonna have bad downs either. Yeah. You're never gonna yeah. have a bad down, right? That's, yeah. exactly. that's the good part about it. Um, you, lo- do, you increase the floor. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, do you see like tips being thrown around after doing the pre-tips, like and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And, it's not often. Like it's I less like often, but it happens. When well, I've played the time games, like everyone's. There's no one that's not tipping. You were playing private um, games Sem- for the most semi, part. Yeah. yeah, and everybody was kind of fun in the lineup. So yeah. yeah. No, but what I'm saying, did you do the pre-tip? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Then so so fun. for the down, it's it was uh, ten dollars per person for the bomb pot. Right. And I, then they and take then the they tip take from there. Twenty out 20. of that for themselves. Yeah. 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 Even after yeah. Th- my small stint in like playing when I go to the casino to actually play poker, they do the time uh, pre-tip mm-hmm. for the bomb pot. And then after when it pots, like I still feel like self-conscious. I'm like, ah, here's a dollar. I know. <laughs> I know. It's still money. It's like, like a, a weird social pressure thing. Yeah. What, what it's also you? about like being sorry, like just being fun, being in the flow, like keeping every, like everybody's happy. You want the dealer to be happy, like you know, it's just like I don't yeah. Know, but man. you have to remember, like, okay, I want to make the argument for for Lex. Um, like he's a professional poker player, right? And even though we're saying like you know these environments you want to keep them fun etc cetera, etc cetera. like he still has to make money at the end of the year mm-hmm. to st- sustain himself as a professional poker player and maybe he cannot just give away twelve thousand dollars like berkey can because he's not playing those kind of games he's playing tougher games and he's like look i tip a dollar a hand and like and that's it yeah i mean i'm, a, I'm on chin side for this one i'm by no means a nit and i'm certainly not somebody who uh is ever really taking the worst of it when it or sorry taking the best of it when it comes to tipping like that scenario of like you have four waiters that you see every single day like the worst one is always still going to get the 20 percent, 25 percent, yeah yeah it's just like uh you know i understand how tipping culture works and like i have it to give so like i'm just generous but i'm i'm realizing as this conversation comes up how important it is because it's something that does go on in uh like largely undiscussed in our industry and it's making me hyper aware of why tournaments are going to continue to flourish moving forward and why cash is going to very slowly continue to die. Because of the money in the ecosystem. Yeah, it's just you can't get a big enough influx. That's why I'm becoming a tournament pro. But <laughs> that, fuck these cash that's, games. That's why Twitter. These cash games and they're taking, taking, my, taking my dollar out of every pot I take. Tortoise, what happened with you and your cash games? Who like, hurt, who hurt no, you? Just, who no, hurt listen, you, Tortoise? Listen, I'm in it for the glory. Okay. <laughs> and there's um, no glory in cash games. That's right, right, I, want right. the, I want the hardware, but, just, but like, uh, just like Cuz. It, it really does like... <laughs> it really does have a massive impact on your bottom line and it goes unseen, right? So like, if you look at your uh, big blind per hour or big blind per hundred win rate at the end of the year, that's post tip, post uh, post rake, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really first started to examine this whenever uh, I was like looking into backing more people, right? So um, I know like when Landon and I were, were discussing like how to set up his thing and everything else, it was just like, okay, well understand that part of you being a part of this deal and part of us wanting a bigger piece is the fact that your rake is paid, your tips are paid, and your massage is all paid. Like or your food or like whatever. All these expenses are coming straight off of our side. Let yeah. me quickly clarify. I have not gotten a single fucking massage. <laughs> I was you could say, are hookers included too? I mean, I mean like, you could have. Like, I, 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 I know the problem is. Like, I don't if you think go, that's it, a big deal. I'm, if you I know, go to, I'm just memeing. I'm just uh, memeing. Uh, if you go to a private game and there's like a massage, you're like, I don't need a massage. Right. It's like, bro. Imagine getting invited to a private game. 
Not with you saying I never get a massage. Yeah. 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 Just, keep, just keep doing we'll hikes instead of playing poker. And I'm you'll, doing you'll great. Get I'm, in I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand like Matt's point. But yeah, but like that's what I'm saying is that it's like it. Cash is already moving into a private realm, right? And in the casino aspect, that's okay. Uh, from or, or it's actually preferred from a tax standpoint, right? Because now you do get all of these uh, perks, so to speak. A lowered rake. Uh, you you do the pre-tip. Well, no, lowered compared to paying. The rake uh, is higher when it's private. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Uh, some depends, some places though. are doing that. Some aren't. Like okay. the rake wasn't higher when we were at Bellagio. It's it's higher than if it was a normal hundred hundred k. I don't think. Yeah, I think we paid the same. I think they cut them a break. Okay, I, I know okay, it could be. It could yeah, be. I know oh. what you're saying. Like that—that that was the policy of like Aria. Like you pay two hundred a half instead yeah, yeah. of like ninety or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but even still, like relative to the stakes that you're playing, and, yeah, yeah, still low. It's it's still very low. Mm -hmm. uh, so you get like you get kind of a, a a tax break, so to speak, as it moves private, and you get the increase increased win rate because the games are obviously cultivated in a soft capacity. Yeah, which now leaves the public game to being. Very low available win rate high with tax. a relatively high tax according to the win rate. Yeah. Right? And this only trickles down in a negative way towards the lower stakes. Yes, the win rate goes up, but so does the tax. And it's almost at like a one-to-one -one rate. So it's like whether you're playing 1-3 or the biggest game in the room, the tax and, uh, and win rate available are kind of like offsetting in a big way for the majority of the pool. Yeah. So basically it seems like I want to get our fucking dealers paid. We need to have the dealers paid. Like, if we don't have dealers, we don't have games. So how do we figure this out? Do we think that, like, lowering the tax is better? Just, like, making it $4 a half? I think what you're saying half? makes some sense. Like, it, 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 like, if I was playing 510 at Bellagio and it was 10 instead of 7, I really wouldn't care. I don't think many pros would care. Mm -hmm. um, you know... From, from it a is, sheer it marketing half, standpoint, it is half a big blind an hour. From a sheer marketing standpoint, if if like let's say the Bellagio tomorrow released a a campaign for everybody to to know, and they said we're switching to it being a time room similar to what Texas does, mm -hmm. and you no longer have to tip the dealers because we are paying them X amount per hour. Okay, right. So like they just put out a banner. They say like, look, we're paying fifty dollars an hour to our dealers. Uh, so tipping is not required. $40 an hour to our dealers, whatever. So tipping is not, it's, it's welcomed, but it's not required. Mm -hmm. However, I was about to go get a job there. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Well, just use like the $27 an hour that they use, right? Just when it comes but to they're making way more than that. Yeah. What? Dealers? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's that. true. No, they're making way more than that. I don't think that's true. I mean, it depends on where you're dealing. Like, I don't think a lot, in a lot of rooms, that's really true. What? Like, I think people get easily make like 15 per down. On average, unless smaller stakes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Per, Fifteen per down. Fifteen per down times two. two. Yeah, it's whatever. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. yeah plus, I think plus your base. Plus your base pay. rate. Well, it's like forty bucks an hour. Yeah, but the base pay you never see. And, and Bro, you, that's and, not how fucking pay works. Yeah, yes, you get taxed. <laughs> Everybody gets fucking taxed. I got fucking taxed. Everyone's getting taxed. I paid so much money in goddamn taxes. All y'all getting taxed. Like yeah, but you're still making more more of an hourly than that. So whatever. Like say say they come out and they say. You know, we're paying our dealers $40 an hour. You're welcome to tip, but it's not expected. Mm -hmm. However, we're now switching to time, and the time is going to be stake-based. So at the low stakes, we're going to charge... Uh, at 1-3, we're going to charge two big blinds, so $6 per half. 
uh, or maybe that's too high. Let's call it five dollars, whatever. At two five, we're going to charge seven dollars per half. Five ten, we're going to charge ten dollars per half. Ten twenty, we're going to charge twenty five per half. Uh, like whatever, and it, it it just goes through the stakes like that. Mm-hmm. Would you, as uh, somebody who plays regularly, find that to be off off putting? Like knowing what you're you're paying now without realizing what you're paying in tip. No. Because what's ten twenty right now? Fifteen? No, plus nine. Ten twenty? Yeah. Ten twenty forty is nine. Yeah. Bro, they're letting us get away get with in there. murder. It is. It is. It is robbery from the higher stakes people. Uh, yeah, playing. go yeah. sit. It's fucking hard. <laughs> I would oh, robbery. Go sit. <laughs> like, I, accept, I accept your challenge. I accept your challenge. Okay, so like you're paying nine in rake, but like with tip, you're probably paying like thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so like what I'm what I'm basically saying is, what if they just averaged it out to 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 fix your tip in with the time? Yeah, it's fine. That's what we do anyway. Yeah. Because we're doing the bomb pod pre tip. People are still going right. to tip on top of it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, is which, which is great. I'm just saying, like, if, like, is it a marketing thing uh, that is preventing these rooms from right, switching? Because your bottom line doesn't really change. Correct. Right. Do you think that that's off putting? No, like, personally, I think it's fine, but it's because I've thought about this, right? Okay. I think if I just woke up tomorrow and had never considered how tipping affects my bottom line, how rake affects my bottom line, or anything like that, and the Blasio came out and said, like, look, we're doubling the time at every stake. I'd be like, yo, this is the most expensive room in the house like, or in the, in the city. I'm not playing there. Yeah, yeah I guess I can see what you're I saying. I mean, I think it'd be split the way people think, right? Some people would think that way and some people would say like, hey, that's as good. I don't have to tip or I don't have to be you know, obligated to tip. And then there's other people who are saying that like, well, I'm going to tip anyway. So I'm, they're just raising my, yeah. my rake and I'm still going to tip. That's so, like how I feel. Right? So like, I, yeah, right. You're like, or like, I'm still going to change like, me. Mean, I'm still going to tip them, I'm still right? going to feel social yeah. pressure to I mean, tip yeah, yeah, them yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. It's actually yeah. wild, right? Because at a 1-3 game, uh, if you're paying five, right? It's mm-hmm. five. If you win two pots in a down, you're paying ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you win two pots. Right. Yeah. It's really good for the winning player, and it's really good for, or I guess it's like slightly better for the biggest losers, mm-hmm. right? Because they're probably the ones that are contributing to rake the most by playing the most amount of hands. Yeah. It's probably just a oversight from the populace, right? Where no one really crunches the numbers or even thinks about it they the, just the other reason why this would be really play. good for everybody involved is because it would allow you to change the structure of cash games to include an ante mm-hmm. it would allow you to uh encourage a lot more multi-way play basically everything that would make live a lot more uh a lot higher in variance and a lot more sustainable because the winners would uh kind of have to suffer swings a little bit more be less three bets Tortoise likes that. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true. There's just gonna be more calls. So you get to right. see some flops. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. All, all of that, all of that would basically, basically all the things that are ruining live cash now would would kind of fall away. So it's not that difficult of an of an argument to educate people to say, like, look, by switching from rake to time, even though we're gonna increase the expense of time, and by taking away tips. Uh, or, or by factoring that in effectively um, because like the house wouldn't even have to do it what Christian's saying is valid if every game switched to a time game every game would then just have a pre-tip and that's also just fine yeah. right it's it's a sec- it's effectively the exact same if every right. game switched to a house game every game I don't think that's true I do or with the bomb pot at the start well, of every no, down no, 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 guys there's no bomb pots in one two one three one, there two, would five. be if you played time 
Or you could just do it, or, or it could just be There's $10, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like there are people that sit out the bomb pot and, and they just pay tip. extra. Yeah. They just yeah. pay, they just uh, pay, well, the, they just pay their, their fair share, their fair share right. of the tip. So you oh. could do that too. It's fine. But like all of it is a byproduct of there being time. The dealer sits down yeah. and says like, give me money. I get what you're saying. And so like everybody <laughs> just says, okay, we're going to give you money once. And like, that's the thing now. So it's like, if we could shift the culture in that way and then start encouraging houses to shift the structure of the games as well, where it's like multiple blinds, antes, all these things that encourage like uh, looser play. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think the ecosystem starts to thrive a little bit more. Mm -hmm. right? And the generous people will still be generous. Hundred percent. They're always mm -hmm. going to tip. Yeah. It's just like MTTs. Like yeah, people that win MTT, yeah, by, tips, yeah, by tournament professionals going out there saying like, stop tipping on the main <laughs> event. <laughs> you giving away a hundred thousand dollars so that everybody can make an extra fifty bucks is mm -hmm. meaningless. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That didn't stop very wealthy individuals who yeah. win money from tipping $100,000. Right. It's not going to stop people that play and like win, lose, donate the charity from stopping doing that. Right. Exactly. Right? They're just going to be a good, nice person anyways, because they can. And the thing is, is like, uh, you saw what happened with WSOP, like dealers stopped showing up because the wages weren't competitive. Mm -hmm. And that's a byproduct of like the tip, the, the pooled tips going down year over year over year over year because more and more professionals are being educated and understanding like I can't pay this tax on top of my winnings tax on top of the rake. Yeah, I've had There's these There's also like you see European players come and like I played with some at uh, in like the cash room during WSOP and like none of them were tipping. Yeah, so yeah. I was yeah. Like, they're not used to not it. not part of their culture. They're not used yeah, to so it. Yeah, so I was about to actually tie that in because like in Europe you don't tip at all. And what is the tax there? Like, what is the rake? The rake's higher. Like, how high? I don't know exactly, but I remember when I went, I was warned before I went to Barcelona, to, like, when I was, like, going to play cash there, I was warned that it was very high. But then with no tipping, I don't know, I felt like balances out. Right, exactly, because now the business is taking the, the cost of the tips that you were giving, right. and it's now from the business side, not the patron side. Well, I feel like the, the, it is because it's rake. Yeah. Right. No, no. What he's saying is like it's their responsibility the business, to compensate the, the dealer. The salary oh, for the dealer. You don't right, have but to it's do still that. coming from us. Yes. Yeah. That, like the 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 companies are gonna they're always gonna find a way. Right. To, to, costs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To push to push the cost onto yeah, the right. onto the consumer. I think right? what Berkey's saying is somewhat is pretty reasonable though. Yeah. Of like, like mm -hmm. raising the rake a little bit to five, ten, ten, twenty, um, which they won't like because. The game's are already hard, so like pay, pay more. <laughs> That's Wait, hard. Are, are, is ten twenty hard? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what's the what's the time at five ten? Six bucks? Seven. 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 Seven and then win ten twenty is eight. I think I believe win ten twenty Bellagio is nine. It's That's like such a small jump. Yeah. For a cap game to an yeah. uncapped game. Mm -hmm. Oh basically it's wrapping this up. We think that we should I'm lower. Gonna play, I'm going to play two five. <laughs> <laughs> lower the one two. Can't beat the rake, bro. Two five to five dollars a half, something like that. Up the rake in the high stakes, and when we do that, it just not by changing it to rake, like um, what's we call it? Time. Yeah, just leaving it time, but just upping it a little bit more, just so they can cover their bottom line and just keep the ecosystem going. Mm -hmm. That's all we want. Yeah, I think we're poking to live. Yeah, that, I mean that does make sense to kind of just. It, it, it's gonna it's have spread, everyone, it's, it's spreading out the wealth, right? You're going to have everyone going north yeah. at 1-3. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like 10K on the table all of a sudden, every dealer change you out a 1K chip. I mean, I'm pro, I'm pro generosity, but I, I think I'm also pretty heavily pro um, getting rid of tip. 
in cash games and making it a selective thing where you yeah it makes sense i don't think there's nothing wrong with that yeah and i think the dealers probably would like it because yeah. they get their guaranteed number and sometimes yeah. it depends no, no, there's, no, no. There's, va- there's higher variance no no we're saying if they just paid you i know, can't with this chipmunk 30, 30, over here it's crazy it's crazy well what you're if doing they just paid a normal hourly yeah what you're doing is you're raising the floor of the dealer's wages you're not right, right. upping the ceiling because yeah, there will still be people who right so here. if people are mad about the wage overall you increase the floor you don't maximize the ceiling so i think that's a good way, way to ensure that you keep people employed yeah exactly that that's that's the that's the, the gold in it Right, that's why you get employed in the first place because there's no gamble of variance of how much money you're going to make this hour. Right. You now just know, okay, your floor is higher. Mm-hmm. Smart. Right. Very smart, Matt. All right. It's like I run a business. Yeah. Wow, do you? No. no. <laughs> it kind of, uh, it, the, the inmates are running the, inmates the asylum. Run the, asylum. the inmates do run the fucking asylum here at the Only Friends Podcast. <laughs> and on that note, tomorrow we will be back with my man, fucking Jamin Burton from the Drawn Dead Vlog. Right. I can't wait. We, we got, got some, barbecue. We got some fucking barbecue mm-hmm. on the way. We we blackmailed fucking Lamana to make us some pulled pork we got, tomorrow. We got some pulled pork. Oh, yeah. We extorted <laughs> have some, him. Uh, some baked beans, some <laughs> coleslaw, <laughs> all the good stuff. Wow. We got, Sparky won't be here. We got sides too. We got sides too. Yeah. Oh, some excited, baked man. beans. What, what yeah. are you doing tomorrow, Burke? Live at the bike. Live Berkey. at the bike. All right. Gotta well, go try to win some money paying some extra tips. Okay. Okay. Leave a half hour before you think you should leave for the airport. <laughs> we need to get you there. We want to watch you on. That's the never gonna happen. Burke's only know. gonna play on Friday because he's Wait, gonna miss his out. flight like what eighty-five percent of the time. What is Big Bet Poker? They changed the name. They changed the name. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Big Bet Berkey. Big Bet wow, Berkey for Big, big Bet Poker. Berkey's going on Big, big Bet Poker. I know because I had to record. I had to re-record. I had to re-record my things that I recorded with them to. Fit the new name. What What do you guys play tomorrow? Um, fifty one one, I think, and Backrat Dave is going to be there. Wait, my my friend? Yeah, my man, fucking Dave. All right, we're doing a watch party tomorrow, guys. <laughs> I think the accountant is going to be there too. He's great. The account that they were both there that same the last time you would play with them. They didn't. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, played yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. not did. the last time, but a few times. Okay, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. When okay. you when you did well. Yeah. No. No. Got, no. You no. won nine. You won ninety. They, no, weren't, he, they he, weren't both in that game. Oh, o- only Backrat Dave. Was back in that a, game. Back a rat. I'd like to increase That's one my piece. Mm-hmm. I'd like to increase my piece. Shout said. out to Doug R. Who, uh, who gave us uh, $2.50 and said half a big blind. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Doug R. Thank you for your super chat. I, I hope need you don't feel it. I need On that note, we will be back tomorrow with my man Jamin. And, you know, have a great day, guys. Peace. Peace. Go tip some.